Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That should wake you up. Not that you need it. It's a Thursday night or an early Friday morning, depending upon where you are and how you're handling your business this week. And it is a holiday weekend. Veterans Day celebrated on Monday with a holiday. And I am always glad when we mark Veterans Day because those who've served in our military in the various branches who were prepared to make the ultimate sacrifice Um, And in many ways, their family sacrificed if they served overseas in combat, often come home with PTSD or mental health challenges and physical injuries. Um, And so those who sign up to serve, those who volunteer to serve and make the sacrifice from being away from their families and putting their lives on the line, um, even if you're not on the front lines, you're supporting those who are. You have my respect I honor you, and I always am glad to make a point of that on the show. And so we'll be back on Sunday night, not taking off Sunday night or Monday morning. We'll be here, uh, and we definitely would love to hear from you as veterans. So it is a holiday weekend, but I hope that even if you have a three-day, you're maybe taking a road trip, whatever you're doing, that you thank a veteran for serving. Thank someone in your life that you know uh, served for what they did and for how they made that choice, right? They volunteered. They made that choice. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. We are three hours from our weekend. I'm actually going to hit the road, too. Not sure how the traffic is going to be, but always in a holiday weekend. It's interesting, so I'm going to try. This is going to be hard to do, but I'm going to try to be up around noon and be on the road by one o'clock, which is going to be painful, but that's why they're waiting. Can you tell what that is? It's the ice cube swirling around in my very thick and tall coffee mug. It'll be refilled in time for me to hit the road. I've got a couple of calls scheduled, phone calls, and I've also got a couple of podcasts to listen to. The drive's only, well, five hours if there's traffic, but four... 15, 430, if there's none, we'll call it even. We'll go somewhere around 445. So it's not a long drive, but it's better if I'm distracted when I'm driving on a Friday. After, Well, I don't mean distracted. I mean, it's better if I have something to occupy my mind if I am driving on a Friday afternoon with the masses. Uh, whether you're flying to, I've got a, a flight in my future next Friday. And so, yeah, it's just not easy to get around these days. It's not easy to travel, um, but got to go. Got to be on the go this uh, Bridesmaids weekend. And my nieces and my sister-in-law have some fun plans, so I'm looking forward to it. 
You can find me on Twitter, A Law Radio, on our Facebook page too. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. If you have not yet voted, and there's many of you who have not yet voted, we just put the poll up. If you would like to vote in the After Hours Game of the Week poll, this is a good one. Now, I didn't even see this before producer Jay posted it, but of course, the two we've talked about going into this weekend, 49ers, Jaguars, that's a doozy for a couple of reasons. First of all, the Jags are the hottest team in football, though they're coming off a bye. So they won five in a row, but they had last week off. The Niners, well, they used to be the hottest team in football until they stubbed their toe and lost three straight. What's wrong with the defense? Well, they're going to make some changes this weekend, but that's not where we're going to start. Give me a second. Browns and Ravens is huge as well. Every team in the AFC North is above 500. The Ravens have back-to-back games. Actually, games within five days of each other, they host the Browns, and then they host the Bengals. So Browns-Ravens is enormous. Texans-Bengals, also huge. The Texans are 500. C.J. Stroud is right now coming off his best game, a rookie game. Uh, a record game for a rookie quarterback. It just happens. A record game for a rookie quarterback, 470 yards, five touchdowns, no turnovers. And the Bengals, obviously, they've won four straight to get back into position in not just their own North division, but in the AFC. Joe Burrow, according to, was it T. Higgins? Who told us that you ask anybody on the planet right now and Joe Burrow's the MVP? Or was that Tyler Boyd? Oh, it's Tyler Boyd. Okay. Jamar Chase, we'll get an update from him. Justin Jefferson, how about an update from him after his quarterback, and he wasn't even on the field, but he had a front row seat, after his quarterback won NFC Offensive Player of the Week. Nice. I love the Josh Dobbs story. And then Lions Chargers. Yes, the Chargers find unique ways to lose games, but the Lions have been plastered in two of their last three by both the Seahawks, was it the Seahawks? No, Ravens plastered the Seahawks. Whoops, I'm getting my, see, this is what happens. I got to go look. Uh, Lions are 7-2, and 6-2. and two. The Lions are 6-2. and two. They've lost two games. Uh, they got manhandled by the Ravens. There we go. And the only other loss, oh, it is to the Seahawks. Oh, my gosh, I'm so smart. Why don't I go with my first answer? Except that they, they didn't get hammered by the Seahawks. That was earlier in the season. However, I was thinking Seahawks, Ravens, whatever. It's my spaghetti plate brain. My paschetti plate brain. It's going to be chaotic. It's um, definitely guys chaotic. Be, their head's going to be spinning. My head's spinning. And all I do is host a radio show. Thank you, Dan Campbell, for understanding. I appreciate the empathy. So those are the four candidates for After Hours Game of the Week. The poll is up on our show Twitter, After Hours CBS, on our Facebook page, too. Thankfully, we no longer ever again have to watch Panthers and Bears that's done Uh, I told you I thought the punt return TD and Jason Kelsey were the most entertaining elements of Amazon Prime's broadcast Rob on Twitter says I think the arm wrestling clips were the most exciting part of uh, he calls it a snooze fest so whether it's Twitter or Facebook please vote for the game of the week and in 13 minutes your chance to hear the Hall of Flame candidates for the first time. These are hysterical. Jay and I were howling like hyenas in the the studio where we were uh, prepping for the show. We actually had to narrow it down. We had some other candidates that were really good. But these, I'll give you a hint. 
Most of them feature F-bombs. <laughs> yes, we've bleeped them out, okay? All right? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's After Hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Hurry back to throw. And it is. Is it lost? Oh, my goodness, it's lost. DeAndre Hopkins caught it. Back from under center. Steps back. Throws the fade. Cooper Cup's got it. Touchdown, LA. Burrow back to throw. Looking, firing deep got for him. Chase in the end zone. Oh, He's yeah. got it. Mahomes fires for the end zone, caught, touchdown, Kansas City. And off to Eckler again, no, Herbert keeps it, end zone, touchdown, Chargers. Herbert with his second of the day. Here's the snap, Josh going to keep it himself and run it again inside the five, into the end zone, touchdown, Buffalo. Josh Allen, nine-yard touchdown run. The Bills respond and then some. It's time for QB News on After Hours. The Bears are up to three wins. Not just that, but in this race, quote-unquote, for number one overall draft pick, which, of course, goes to the team with the worst record, they just helped themselves by beating a team that is in contention for the worst record in the NFL. That makes sense, right? Not only did they get a win, so they still have those good vibes in their locker room. I don't know if they're lighting up cigars. But they also beat the Panthers to keep them at one win, which helps the Bears because the Bears have their number one pick next year. That makes sense. It's convoluted. It's complicated. It's six degrees of separation. And it's QB News here on After Hours on CBS Sports Radio. Here's what I thought about Tyson Bajan's start. No turnovers, no sacks. That's a big deal for a young rookie quarterback who's been thrown into the fire. 162 yards, okay, okay. But also, on the very last possession, roughly a minute 20 to go, he completes a pass to make a third down conversion. Eight-yard pass to Darnell Mooney. They needed seven. That meant the Panthers weren't getting the ball back. So I see growth from him, and I see a fearless guy who is taking advantage of the opportunity. And I love the fact that he's not dwelling on, hey, I was undrafted. I'm Division Two. Who cares? I'm here now. Right. The draft happened. Uh, however it went is how it went. Um, I just try to you know, show up every day and continue to try and get better every year. Like, I don't think I'm at the peak of anything. Um, you know, I'm just looking forward to continuing to get better and then, you know, let the ball fall where it, where it may. He's done a really good job. You know, as a rookie, think about it, as a rookie quarterback, you know, he goes two and two. Um, and uh, just, you know, coming, coming into the NFL, you know, to operate an offense the way he did and, and to do a really good job and, and you know, sound. What, what was really good today was that, you know, he's always done a really good job avoiding sacks. You know, um, throughout the course of the four games that he's played, but what he did well today was he didn't put the ball in harm's way and gave us a chance to win. See what I'm saying? Tyson Bajant making strides. And if you're a smart dude and you're paying attention to what the coaches are telling you, learning from veterans, you are going to get better. That's just how it goes. So good for Tyson. Don't know how much longer it's, it uh, continues, but Justin Fields still in a hoodie on the sidelines. Cannot grip the football with a dislocated thumb. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. All right, enough on Thursday night football, the Bears' victory. Kyler Murray is about to make his season debut. The Cardinals and the Falcons this weekend. Okay, so not a game of the week candidate, but it's a big deal. 11 months removed for Kyler from his ACL tear last season. 
just playing football, playing football. I feel um, that's what excites me the most. Obviously, um, being under a new, you know, I've, I haven't played, you know, for uh, for JG, for Drew, um, but I've I've got to witness it for the past however many months, and I've seen what's been put into it. I've seen the grind that's been put into it. You know, the Cardinals are one and thirteen without Kyler Murray. And they've actually changed head coaches since then. Now, Jonathan Gannon has had the chance to work with Kyler, but in terms of seeing what he can do and letting him go full tilt, that's just happened in the last couple of weeks. And in Kyler's first public comments since August, he was asked about his coach telling him that he should, quote, take it easy in his first game back. He told me that to my face, and I kind of laughed at him. But it's, uh, no, it's, uh, I, I you know, I, I understand the thought process, you know, but every time I touch the field, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to do my thing. And that's, um, you know, obviously win, you know, but but do it at a high level, you know. And um, I understand the thought process behind, you know, hey, take it slow, you know, be don't be don't be too hard on yourself. Because um, I, I missed all the reps, you know, I missed all the camp reps, I missed all preseason. Um, you know, this is week, what, nine, ten, whatever it is, you know, I've missed all this time, you know, sort of go into it thinking that, um, like, I hear what he's saying, but, you know, uh, that's not in my, you know, that's not in my head. Kyler Murray going to go out there and play the way he always does. I'm sure the emotions will hit him at some point when he steps on the field. Wow, welcome back. And I'm thinking about Daniel Jones, who just tore his ACL and could it be 11 months? And will the Giants be willing to wait? But that's a question we don't have an answer to at this moment. So, yes, it's Falcons and Cardinals. And Kyler gets to make his season debut at home. No, I take that. Wait, did I get that right? No, that's, yeah, I'm, oh, my gosh. For some reason, I have week 11 up on my schedule. And I just had a freak out. Like, oh, my gosh, I've been telling you all the wrong matchups. <laughs> it is Atlanta at Arizona. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. One of the candidates for Game of the Week features the scuffling 49ers. Now, we'll talk about their defense a little bit later, but offensively, Brock Purdy's gone through the toughest three-game stretch of his career. Debo Samuel, and his career is, what, a year old? Debo Samuel is is on the sidelines, has been hurt. Uh, Christian McCaffrey's still out there, and he's scoring every single game, literally every single game. Uh, but it's not been as fluid as it was, and Brock's made some mistakes. But he looks at the Niners. He knows the locker room. He says, we actually play our best when we have to rise through adversity. Last year, you know, when we came off the bye, we were hungry. And almost like we were playing desperate every single week to, to win every single game, every Sunday. And we just looked at it one game at a time. We're going to fight and claw and scratch one game at a time, and it all fell into place how it needed to. So that's our mindset. Yeah, raise your hand if you remember that the Niners were actually three and four going into the bye last week. And then Brock Purdy takes over and they rattle off. Well, they run the table. They rattle off. What was it? Ten wins? I can't remember how many. Well, three and four. Yeah, ten wins through the rest of the regular season. Uh, So they never looked back after that. But right now they're five and three. They're tied with the Seahawks. In the uh, NFC West, we're doing NFC quarterbacks right now, you goofball. Trevor Lawrence, though, comes from the AFC, and the Jaguars have a stranglehold on the South at this point. And Trevor Lawrence, some of you mentioning him as a dark horse MVP candidate. Trevor is one of the more talented quarterbacks in this league. He's a problem at any time. He's 
the height he has, the size he has in that pocket. He can make any throw and what he can do with his legs on any type of play, whether it's a design run for him or just getting out of the pocket and doing off-schedule stuff. Uh, he's, he's always a problem. So it's the Jaguars at 6-2 and two going into this game against the San Francisco 49ers. So the Jags are home, but they've actually been better on the road, which is kind of interesting. Chase Young is now part of the mix for the San Francisco 49ers. Obviously, Doug Peterson uh, knows him well from his time with Philadelphia, right? So Eagles and Commanders, uh, they clashed two times a year. Jacksonville will have its starting offensive line intact. That's a big deal. They haven't at this point. Uh, So I'm really interested to see how Young assimilates into that defense and how quickly it happens. Uh, But really, it's just as much about can the Niners offense come out of this bye with any type of rhythm and consistency? Because that's been lacking. And can Brock Purdy take care of the football? I don't care if you're relevant, irrelevant. I don't care how many games you started. Number one for a quarterback, you've got to protect the football. And young quarterbacks get fast and loose with that football. Brock Purdy hasn't had a lot of turnover issues, but lately he has. Uh, last game, I remember he was airmailing throws. You just got to settle in, be confident, and rely on his weapons because that's what got him to the point where he is right now. Not bad advice either for Jordan Love and the Packers. Their major issue is what, Jordan? Starting off in the first half, I think that's, um, you know, just getting a a score in the first half, you know, something we haven't been able to do the past couple weeks. Um, I think that's what we need to continue to focus on is is starting the game fast, um, you know, being locked in from the jump and just trying to get that that, uh, spark to go early on. Yeah, they've been abysmal out of the gate, and it's been too little too late too many times for the Green Bay Packers, who are 3-5. and five. And there's a lot of people freaking out over Jordan Love, a lot of people who are frustrated that the Packers moved up to get him, and this is what they gave up Aaron Rodgers for. However, and I didn't do the comparison, but there was one on uh, the Internet this week, the interwebs, that compared the first, what is it, what is it eight games? of Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, and Jordan Love, and the numbers aren't actually that different. <laughs> yeah, not as not as stark as you would think. Uh, and, oh, it's actually, it was done by Rob Domofsky, and he's on ESPN.com. Uh, and so... Don't make it up, okay? <laughs> so Jordan Love is obviously still settling into the position. The AFC, or the NFC North, excuse me, is right now the Lions to lose, but there are certainly wild card spots to be had, and they just can't afford to put themselves into a huge hole where they have to come back. Now, Aaron Jones returning to the offense is a big deal. They need to give him more opportunities. He is the bell cow as soon as he can be ready uh, to go full tilt. I'm sure he's got to get back into football shape. All right, one more, and this has nothing to do with QB news, but if you're on TikTok, Well, be careful because it's controlled by the Chinese. But Josh Dobbs loves TikTok. Just try to be as real as possible just with what I go through on a daily basis or weekly basis or whatever, you know, is going on in my life and just share some light in it. You know, Um, I know some people like like to have a lot of fun with it, um, but I just like to be as real as possible. Like show people like, hey, like this is what this perceived life is like if, if you want to you know follow I try to you know make people laugh help people enjoy my content but also you know provide them with some insight whether it's about being a professional football player whether it's about being an aerospace engineer or you know just Josh Dobbs as a human so like I, I enjoy um, having fun with it I like him he's as real as they get he's extremely authentic could you imagine 
hanging out with Josh Jobs on TikTok or some other form of hey social guys, media. Hey guys, check it out. Just made my first TikTok. Oh no. I bet Dobbs is a lot cooler than Peyton. All right, find me on Twitter, A Law Radio, if you want to vote for the after hours game of the week. Well, it does include 49ers Jaguars, and we'll hear from Trevor Lawrence when we do the AFC version of QB News. Uh, also, we'll hear from Joe Burrow, as well as Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson in the Browns Ravens clash. So, again, that's up on our uh, Facebook and Twitter pages. Coming up next, your candidates for the After Hours Hall of Flame. It's almost Friday here on CBS Sports Radio. (laughs) You are listening to the... This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. After Hours Podcast. We're talking about practice. On After Hours, the biggest meltdowns in sports history. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I'm a man. I'm 40. I want to eat his children. Are immortalized with an infamous distinction. Can't do it. They are who we thought they were. You play to win the game. Now it's time for Amy Lawrence to bring you tonight's candidates for the After Hours Hall of Flame. Put that in your practice, folks. Here's Amy Lawrence. It's called maturity. It's your job. What in the f- was that? No days off. No days off. Take that for data. Navy actually <laughs> stuck her finger up her nose. The ref really wasn't even listening, listening to nothing that I was saying. For what? I didn't know. Why don't you just run it? You know, just, that, that's, a, that's a really good thought. I tried to activate my glitz as best I could. Rude tube. Listen to that! Bend over backwards and be honest and direct with you guys, and you stick it right up my and the team. But I'm sick of it. I'm here for I won't get found. LAPD was called. <laughs> if you're not going to punch me in my face when you see me, then shut up. Stop it right now! <laughs> We're still here! Our roster looks great on paper. Whoop the hell. All right. They're very fiery under under the covers. Ah! What kind of mythical powers does a Sun Devil have? We got to consider that. I'm going to say the Wildcat's out. Uh, the Trojan is he? Does he have a horse or is he on foot? Does he have a bow and arrow or just his sword? The Bruin definitely formidable. If I get the Rona on top of that, if I get the Rona, <laughs> hell, I would rather die 
than to live the rest of my life in fear and wearing a damn mask. You should not be here. Someone has run on the field. Some guy with a brawl. He's pulling down his pants. Put up your pants, my man. He's being chased to the 30. He breaks a tackle from a security guard. The 20, down the middle, the 10, the 5. He slides at the 1. Pull up your pants. Take off the bra and be a man. Lord, now they're cuffing him. But pull up his drawers, whatever you do. When I came in, they're like, yo, you got to, like, show, like, you got to be the dog. And I'm like, Man, we got dogs. We got dogs, you hear me? Milwaukee, we dogs. So, yeah, I thought about just mooning them. A big old chocolate ass and MetLife. Hey, I got some wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. (laughs) You got to fight for your right to party. We thought we knew you, Travis Kelsey. We were only scratching the surface. Ah, A lot of pretty incredible and memorable Hall of Flamers, but it's now time to add a new member to the After Hours Hall of Flame. Welcome to the induction. The rules of engagement are these. You pick the one that is most closely associated with a jaw-dropping rant slash makes you howl with laughter, whichever it is, whatever reaction. Jay and I have already gone through these multiple times and we still, we're, we're still giggling at them. All right, so we've got everything from a longtime broadcaster who needs to do some homework to a pitcher in the middle of a drunk celebration to a pair of football players on the opposite end of the spectrum. All right, Marco Belletti's here in studio. We're going to go through these. We're going to start with, he's very well known, but he's talking about a quarterback that he does not know well. This is Mike Francesa looking at the Colts quarterback depth chart. The Colts are also well coached. Uh, and they have Mishaw. And Mishaw is a very, very confident backup. Very different offense with Mishaw. But they'll probably have to play Mishaw this week. <laughs> Do you think he knows his name now that Mishaw is starting? No. <laughs> Mishaw. Because he knows exactly who it is. He No chance that he could. That Very different offense now. with Mishaw. No. Mishaw. It goes from Mishaw to Mishaw. No. Mishaw is your and third Mishaw grade is- teacher. Mishaw. <laughs> All right. Mike Francesa could be a first timer in the After Hours Hall of Flame. Mishaw. Justin Verlander, he got back to the Astros just in time for them to make a seventh consecutive ALCS, and he led the cheers in the postgame clubhouse. All right, all right. Come on, man. All right, sh- uh, Boys, this is, uh, this is one of those seasons, you know, nothing went our f- way early. We battled through injuries. Yeah. Um, we f- grinded. I wasn't even f- here. <laughs> I'm happy to be back. Yeah. The seventh f- time. Seven f- time, all right? Don't look that, don't take that for granted. On seven, everybody pop these motherfuckers. One, two, three. Inside the Astros championship locker room, here's the thing. It is hysterical that Verlander's path took him to New York and back, and he still was there for all seven American League championship series. We f- grinded. I wasn't even f- here. <laughs> 
at least he acknowledged that because if he had not acknowledged that, it would have taken away from the effect. And the first one, he wasn't there to begin the season either. Right. You're right. He got traded in twice in the first run and the seventh run. Mm -hmm. Anyway. He's impressive, but it's just ridiculous, that story arc. It's just, it's seriously, it's ludicrous. You almost wouldn't believe it. So is it Mike Francesa? Is it Justin Verlander? Maybe it's Jonathan Allen. Now, this is before both Montez Sweat and Chase Young were traded away from the commanders. Wonder how he feels now. The lack of focus on our part, a lack of attention to detail, not starting fast, and creating holes that are too big for us to overcome in the second half. So I'm f***ing tired of this f***ing tired of this it's been seven f***ing years of the same sh Tired of this sh Get our minds right and get ready to play Philadelphia. I mean, why are you going to take it out of Philadelphia? <laughs> Man, Jonathan Allen. That Shanked was, to the point. Was, I like it. Was that not after the Giants loss, correct? Where they lost 14 to 7? Sounds about right. And he says, it's been seven bleeping years I'm of this. tired of this sh Yeah. And uh, then they got... Well, they didn't get blasted by Philadelphia. They played them hard, but they lost in the fourth quarter. Right. Rally. So after that, the defense looked a whole lot different. So it's a frustrated Jonathan Allen. Poor Philadelphia. <laughs> Poor Philadelphia. What do you mean? Leave Philadelphia out of this. Uh, it's the After Hours Hall of Flame inductees. Well, candidates for induction. So, I mean, it's hard to top those. But then from the opposite end of the spectrum, Patrick Mahomes was caught on one of those NFL Films productions where he's talking about how he runs out of the tunnel into Arrowhead Stadium to greet the fans. I came out of the tunnel and was like, Don't, you're not yelling today. You just feel kind of, ah, ah. I watch every other quarterback run out of the tunnel and they just run out like this. And then I get up, come out, and I'm like, ah, ah, let's go! And then as I yell, I get myself more hyped. He sounds like a monster. <laughs> like some kind of a monster in a kid's cartoon. <laughs> like Cookie Monster. Is he Cookie Monster? Gobble up cookies? That's Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> or something out of my favorite cartoon from Scooby-Doo where they're running. And <laughs> All right, so we allow you to vote. You've got a couple hours now to vote because we will name the next Hall of Flame inductee by the time the show is done. So this is quick. It goes very quick. We don't give you a chance to stew over it. We'll play, sure. we'll play the candidates again in the final hour to incorporate our early morning audience. But uh, what do you think, Marco? Has it been a... Years since you've been involved in a Hall of Flame induction? Uh, it might be. I don't wow. know. Remember, we started this on the weekends, mm -hmm. and we used to have a blast with it. I do. I don't remember the last one I did, though. I, it might be. It might be since... Uh, when did you get the full-time gig? Uh, Not the less, Trevor here. Less, you know... <laughs> I wasn't even here. Exactly. <laughs> Justin Verlander, I've been through a whole thing, and I'm not even here. What, what, what happened? <laughs> Been here for over a decade. I was I not here? Um, but you were gone. You were working daytime. I get moved around a little bit. Yeah, like Verlander. Sometimes I get traded around, and then I find my way back. Oh, hey, he didn't get traded. Well, he got traded back to Houston. He took the money in New York. Yeah, well, I don't take the money. Yeah. I just get moved around. It's radio. Yeah, um, yeah no, I might, uh, a little over a year. So I don't, I don't remember if, no, if I was here or not. Our last one was in March. 
Uh, and so it's been a while, but you must have been a wall on that day. Uh, it's possible. It's, it's possible. It is possible. I don't know. I, okay. I took a look at my calendar. Would you like to cast your vote for the next Hall of Flame inductee? This is tough because I, I, I kind of went back and forth. I'm going to go Verlander. I'm going to go Verlander. <laughs> I like the, uh, you know, that's the symmetry. I also like the fact that that was. Completely spontaneous. It was organic, yes. It was live on TV. The bleeps I actually did myself because that was right. live it on was. the air. It was. And it was because Dusty Baker made him stand up there and talk. <laughs> and he said, no, you're going to be the one to do it. I'll do it after the World Series. You didn't get there. But I like the fact that Verlander just on the spot came up with that and was smart enough to realize as he's going through all the things of the year, yes. I wasn't even here. Yeah. Like, why am I even doing this? <laughs> Like, guys, I appreciate it, but, like, I shouldn't be the one doing this speech. I and like I wasn't that. even f- here. I but like I that. feel like he added that as part of the adversity. Like, it, it kind of flows from, we've had so many things happen. We've had injuries. I wasn't even bleeping here. We f- grinded. I wasn't even f- here. Yeah, I, I, to me, it almost felt like he stepped back. We grinded through the whole thing, and then he realized, he's like, I wasn't even here. Like, why, why I didn't oh, grind? So I know good. you guys grinded in the beginning. I wasn't even here. And then we, you know, fixed it and corrected things along the way. Yeah. So there's struggles. Yeah, the, the struggles that they went through, he didn't see. So I think it was just a moment of, you know, s- smartly he stepped back. I like that. I'm yeah, going to vote for Verlander. <laughs> Jay also loves the Justin Verlander and would have been livid if he had not reminded people that he wasn't there. Jay said that I, that did it for him. No, it's true. Though. I remember listening to it live before he got to that I wasn't here part, and I was about to lose my mind before right. he said that. And that's why, like, that's part. That's the reason why I like it because it's not only you know it's funny or whatever. It's just the idea that at least he's self-aware mm-hmm. because he understood that. Yeah, I mean, this is great, and we're having a blast, but, like, guys, I didn't do all the grinding with you. I wasn't here for most of this, but I'm appreciative of all the, of the ride and the guy and what you went through to before I got here. I mm-hmm. like that a lot. All right, so Verlander's got one. Make sure you vote on our show Twitter after our CBS. Jay's putting the poll up. Jay, do you want to reserve your vote? I'll reserve my vote. Oh, you're going to contemplate. All right, so we've got the first vote. Marco Belletti's the first vote. How about that? How about Dem Apples? We're heading into a Hall of Flame Friday. It's also a football Friday. It's also a freaky Friday. It's also a holiday Friday. So there's just a lot going on, <laughs> which is why I need to use the emoji with the squiggly lines for eyeballs. Have you seen that one? It's one of my favorites. Yeah, I'm not an emoji guy. Uh, yeah. Bob is an emoji guy. I'm not an emoji guy. That's one of the ways he won my heart. He uses many emojis. Yeah. We speak the same emoji language. Yeah. That's not my thing. Emojis. Are That's not because thing. you have a phone in which you have to hit the button three times before. You no, know, see, because you remember that from ten years ago. Oh. Again, and, don't and you, tell you still me, have and a flip me, phone? Where is it? No, I do not have. A flip okay, phone when did phone. you upgrade to a smartphone? It can't have been that long ago. Uh, like 2013, 2014. No, that's a lie. Because when I first met you, you used to have one of those flip phones that you had to like hit the letter yes. three times. Yes, that was many, many moon ago. It, yes. Well, I mean, my son was born in 2014. I did not have a flip fine, phone. Fine, 2014. Still. I, 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 but the first one to tell you, yeah, and I didn't care, but that's when I upgraded. I know I upgraded before he was born because I got pictures on the phone still. I remember I those. my text messages from Marco used to be very short. Yeah. And I used to say it on uh, people like, what? Because I don't want to go through all the numbers. I got no interest in this. I didn't realize that texting was going to be so important at the time. Oh, I know. My I didn't gosh. realize. I thought it was just going to be something, you know, there's always like a flash. You don't realize the stuff that's going to last for. A really long time. I didn't realize texting was going to be something oh, I'd have to get used okay, to very it. much. 
It is. I'm over it. Long distance relationship where Although, half of it's texting drives me insane. You know what? I will say this, though. I don't like talking to people as I speak on the radio. So I like texting. It was something that I've I've grown accustomed what? to. And I enjoy Present it. company excluded. Yeah, I'm, yeah, but I'm not a... If you call me on the phone, like, I'm not going to answer. Like, it's just not... And it's not a personal thing. I don't answer to anybody. Like, it's just not... Your I wife? No, I don't want to talk on the phone. She's smart enough not to call me. Oh, <laughs> wow. If she calls me, then I know it's an emergency. I'll obviously answer it. If it's nonsense, the first thing out of my mouth is going to be, why are you calling me about this? Wow. Yeah, I don't wow. I don't want to talk on the phone. No. Okay. No. Talk for a living. Uh, CJ says, anyway, I can get the Mahomes running onto the field impersonation for my wake-up alarm. Yeah, but it's not. Oh, my. He says, anyway, I can get your Mahomes running onto the field impersonation. He likes what I do as a duplicate to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, it's like the combo of Kermit and Cookie Monster. Oh, it's so it's, great. It's impressive. Yeah, it's so great. He's got a lot of Muppets in there. It's, 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 it's hard to do. It's awesome. Okay, so Jay, you're putting up the poll now. All right, poll's going up momentarily on our show Twitter after our CBS. Also vote for the game of the week. Separate post on Facebook along with the absolutely gorgeous fall photo that I took on Thursday. Yes, I'm patting myself on the back for beautiful photos in the fall. It's my favorite. Uh, and our game of the week and, and Hall of Flame induction, those posts are up as well. Here's our latest fort, uh, Forts update. <laughs> you going in too? Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Right on in. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. You're listening to After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Never, ever, ever taking a pause. Never hitting the brakes. Drive it like you stole it. Something like that. Am I even close? Hi, Amy. Love the show. Hi. I listen to you every night on the way home. And hey, you doing your own thing with your own swag. Thank you for listening. I appreciate the therapy tonight. Oh, I'm glad I could help, Lee. I just got home. Just want to let you know how big of a fan I am because I've just been sitting in my car listening to your show. <laughs> waiting to talk to you on the phone for about 30 minutes now. Take me home tonight. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. It always amuses me when... People who are trying to insult me or be trolls on social media, they'll drop some uh, insult, quote unquote, about how my show is only for truckers. <laughs> Even saying it out loud makes me laugh. Seriously. Now, first of all, have you been on the highways lately at night? There are millions, millions of semis on the roads at night. We know we we work and live in the number one metro in the world. Well, in the United States, but one of the top metros in the world. Crazy traffic. And there is never a time of the day or night when the roads are not 
half semis. I, I mean, it's all the time. Truckers all the time. So even if the only audience that we had was truck drivers, it would still be an enormous audience. And we're happy to keep truckers company while they drive. First of all, I don't know how you guys do it. I like to drive and I do like to drive at night. But if I was driving one of those puppies all the time, uh, be away from family, be constantly on the road. I know some of you take pets with you, which is such a great, great idea. So you have a companion. And I actually have come across some truck drivers who do uh, like husband and wife team or will even take their kids at times. Anyway, I admire you guys a ton. Until you are driving in the left-hand lane going up a hill and I'm trying to pass you, then I don't admire you much at all. But I know that's not you guys. You would never do that, right? None of you. Uh, So even if it were only truck drivers at night, there'd still be hundreds of thousands of you tuning in. But what people don't realize, and this is what I tell students or what I tell young broadcasters that I mentor or that I speak to, know your audience. And on a national show from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern or 11 p. to 3 a. Pacific, you have got a cross-section of pretty much every manner of society. And every schedule under the sun. So you've got people on the West Coast now who are still awake. Well, first of all, in Alaska and Hawaii, it's not even Friday yet. So you've got people who are still awake on their Thursday night. Ooh, like me, actually. I stay on West Coast hours. Still awake on their Thursday night. Maybe you're studying. Maybe you are starting your holiday weekend off early. You're driving. You're working second shift. Maybe you work third shift. Then you've got people, even as we get to this hour, who are awake. They go to the gym. They have early morning schedules. The commutes into big cities start earlier and earlier these days. We know that a lot of people during 2020 and into 21, there was a mass exodus from major cities, right? And a lot of people moved into the suburbs. And a lot of people are now driving into the cities. When we leave New York or when I leave New York and head home to New Jersey, At 6.10, every weekday morning, there is already a 25-minute backup at the tunnels and the bridges to get into the city. So there are a hell of a lot of people in their cars commuting early in the morning or who are already awake. But again, people go to the gym, they walk their dogs, they they exercise early in the morning. Our boss, our former boss, Mark, uh, he used to, this is how he found me. I would do late night radio for my previous network He used to run at 3.30 Eastern time every morning. And I was the station, or I was the network. I was on the station that he would listen to. That's how he found me. He used to listen to me night after night and eventually called me up when the network was about to launch and said, hey, will you come work for me? And so there is a large cross-section and... All over the country, we've got people doing all kinds of different things. Yeah, there are people trying to sleep who have insomnia, too. I've got family members that are in that boat. Um, But, yeah, it's it's awesome that we continue to hear from new people who've never heard the show before, people who change work shifts or change routines. Uh, Again, people who are traveling, especially on holiday weekends. We will be here on Sunday night into Monday because I like working holidays, actually. So coming up, top of the hour... Uh, We'll do a little in college football, a couple of dynamic, actually three matchups among ranked teams this weekend. And we're getting closer and closer to seeing conference championship matchups. Just a lot to do. Plus NFL Week 10. It's After Hours on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 